appreciate what we have already felt, what we have heard, and the blessings of God that's in this service right now. There was just too much in our Sunday school lesson to teach in uh, 50 minutes or an hour, just too much. There were so many avenues until you almost closed off all of them if you started on any of them. But we do appreciate the blessings of God and the truth of God. I was thinking while they were speaking on uh, uh, the twin gifts, tongues and interpretation of tongues, we must always keep in mind that interpretation of tongues is not translation, it's interpretation. And uh, a lot of people don't realize that. Uh, and this, you'll find your answer in why sometimes tongues is so long and an interpretation is so short. Or why is tongue so short and interpretation so long? It's because interpretation is not translation. Everybody say hallelujah. Lord have mercy. God is so good to us. I'd like for you to turn with me to the word of God. Ecclesiastes, the third chapter, verses 1 through 8. And then I have a scripture in Luke 5, if you'd like to read with me these scriptures. Luke 5 and 17. And if you'll give us your attention, the Lord's willing, uh, we'll give you the word of God. To everything there's a season. Everybody read. To everything there is a season, a time to every purpose under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up after this planting, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep. A time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to cast away stone, a time to gather stone together, a time to embrace, a time to reflect and embrace, a time to get, a time to lose, a time to keep, a time to cast away, a time to win, a time to sow, a time to keep silent. A time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. Okay. What word did you say a whole lot in all of that? Time. Well, read that first verse one more time. Verse 17 of chapter 5 of Luke. 
And it came to pass on a certain day, everybody say a certain time, as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. The power of the Lord was present to heal them. A certain day or a certain time. Verse 3, portion of the verse we're using, there is a time to heal. I'd like to speak on this subject today, the dimensions in time. The dimensions in time. Let's everybody pray. God's got something for us today. yourself the scripture in Ecclesiastes 3 of the dimensions in time and the, and the happenings in this dimension and in this particular sense we sure want to notice that uh, there are some things that cause some things to be not necessary the fault of another or the fault of the individual or the geographical place where they may live or the state of which they may be thinking right now. But sickness and disease have two sources. The first source is demonic spirits that causes these diseases and if you'll remember when the Lord ministered to us Matthew, Mark, Luke and John how that almost any occasion when he cast out a demon spirit the person was healed was set free and was made well. Now that's the first source of the cause of sickness. Of course, we know original sin caused all sickness. And the source that we're speaking of today is demonic spirits and how they have invaded the territory of the human body and the human mind and tried to take over the counsel of our thoughts 
and they have somehow caused our thinking not to be in to the captivity state of trusting God, but just like sparks scattered everywhere. And that's the reason the scripture says that we should bring our thoughts into the captivity of the Spirit. And the only way that we can do this is because of these demon spirits that try to possess and take over. The only way we can is to get in the Holy Ghost and by the Spirit drive that stranger out of our house and soul by the Spirit that's stronger than the stranger. Because in the household of the soul, if this Spirit of God does not find a dwelling place, an occupying place, then it will come in and take control and build its webs and uh, show its debris all over the walk of our thought. But if we will somehow, with the gateway of the guards of fasting and prayer, and we know the, this is the key that locks or unlocks entrance into or from. Because we can, in the mind of the Spirit, because of these two instruments that God has given us, we can control entrance and we can control that which goes out into because we have the Spirit of God in our hearts and in our lives. I'm not saying that we have a control on the world in the sense, but the Lord has given us authority over all of these demon spirits that would want to come in and find a safe hiding place and would eat and feed Upon our being. There is a spirit. Of intercession. Spirit of consecration. And dedication. That we can enter into. That such a spirit. And wall. And ring of fire. Can work in us. And around us. To arrest any demon that trespasses the place that is marked posted. And how you mark the posted place is by the blood. In other words, when Satan sees that, he knows it's posted. I cannot enter into to stay I may try to come around the boundaries and beat upon the walls, but I can't tear this house down. I may can injure the premises of the place. I may try to come in and destroy some of the nerves of the place, but I cannot deserve what makes the nerve operate and the cause for the nerve. 
Because there's something there that is called life that I can't take. Because how can I take something I didn't give? And there's something of a source there that's telling me that we have something to lean upon and to trust in because of these elements around about us that's more than H2O or some chemical warfare. We're in that spiritual realm of God that's called the Holy Ghost. And we can war against the entanglements of Satan and not get our feet in the trap and stay there. Notice my complete remark. But there is relief in Jesus Christ by faith in the name of the only begotten Son of God, which is Jesus. And that's the authority over these things that relieves and arrests and brings your thoughts into captivity that you may think the thought of God and believe what God said he would do. I know what's in Scripture, but knowing what's in Scripture and believing he said he would do it is something else. In other words, there's the word that's a killer, a time to kill, but in that same Scripture there's a time to heal. The next cause for diseases and sicknesses of the sources is organic causes. Now we know that we are in an organic type being, form, shaping, born into this world, slapped, started crying, breathing, and uh, whatever, growing. And since that time, because of organic materials that we are made of and that are in this world, they are susceptible to these diseases that come our way. That's the reason that somehow or another we got to have help beyond the carnal and reach out into the spiritual realm of that flame of fire and live in it. Or something will come and invade us and cause us to come to a place of degradation before the time is for us. Now I'm talking about the dimensions that are in time or in space. There's elements that war against us from the outside world, organic matters. But whatever it is, in the dimensions in time, and here are the dimensions of time, I've named the two sources of the diseases. The dimension in time is past, 
present, future. Everybody say that. Now that's the dimensions in time. I hope you're following me so I can get to where I want to go. Now, the first thing we got to realize that in the dimensions in time, the past, the present, the future, that God lives in all three. Everybody say, God lives in all three. He's not limited by time as we are. We live in what is called present. But God's not limited to that. And this is illustrated, a scripture I will not use, because I want to try to be through at least in 15 minutes from now. It's Matthew 12. We find Jesus restoring the man's hand. Now keep in mind the dimensions in time. The word restore immediately indicates to us that the hand had not always been withered. There was not always a withered hand. Jesus simply made it again like it once was. Because he's not limited to the present. Now, whatever state you may find yourself in right now, God's not limited to the present. He's not limited by time. He reached into the past and brought the past to the present when he restored the man's hand. Healing is making it like it was before. Everybody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say it again. And the Lord was present to heal. Because he's not limited to the present. He reaches back to the past and restores what it used to be. He makes it just like it was before. To heal is to make the body like it should be. Now, in the dimensions of time, can I use without you 
not feeling bad. The only real example I can give is me on some things. And I'm not using this just for repetition or any matter other than explanation. Now, as to the present state of my state and whatever state I have graduated to since we had trouble. I almost repent for using myself as an example, but I believe you'll understand. In this state that whatever I'm in now, God is not limited to it as I am. As the diagnosis is or the prognosis was. I am trusting God, and when I say I, I wish I wouldn't even have to use the word. We are trusting God. That he would look back and remember my heart for the glory of God. Not for man's glory or for mine. That he would look back at my heart 20 years ago. Because I want at least if God tears, of which I don't believe he will, I want God to at least give me 20 more years. And uh, so if so, he'll have to at least look back 19 and a half years before. And remember what state my heart was in then to restore it to that position now. And the God that we serve can look back to that place for His glory. Now how far that has started working in me now, I don't know. But I have felt His hand at work. The same hand that formed Adam and after he lay him down stood him up. That's the hand I felt at work. The same hand that made the first heart. I have felt him look back into the past. And get a hold of it to restore that that is the condition of the present. Restoration.
And when God does it, it don't take him ten years to do it. And I'm talking to any of you in any state of sickness, you may be in or trouble. Don't blame God or anything or yourself with your sickness. God don't have to wait like we do. For example... Let's just say here's somebody with an injured hand and it takes six weeks to heal. The doctors already said it would. But this hand that's injured is brought into the presence of Jesus. And Jesus doesn't wait six weeks for it to come to pass. For Jesus can reach into the future six weeks and pull the future back to the present and you're healed. I'm talking about the dimensions in time of our God. Or He can take that broken limb like I read of a little girl and instead of being in a cast for two months he can reach into the future yes, sir. two months and bring it to the present and do what he did for that little girl that the bone was sticking out here toward the skin of her leg. And when prayer was made, she was healed. Simply because the Lord looked six weeks or two months ahead and brought it to the present. I believe he's a present healer. And he was there present to heal. Yeah. You was, you was embarrassed to talk about a guy that I don't mind talking about at all. Oh, Brother Creel was laying in the hospital bed and the prognosis was come. They said, it's going to be X number of months before you can do anything. Said, you're going to have to talk out of the Psalms and somebody else is going to have to talk out of the Revelations. But we believe it's Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. We believe that the God of the past lives in the present. He lived then. He's still alive there. He also lives in the future. The reason that God can reach back and restore is because He's there. They talk about time machines. He's one. He's everywhere at the same time. He's in the past, He's in the future, and He's here right now. Doctor said it's going to be this way and this way and this way. You know I barely got to preach around here for three weeks. And Brother Creel was back in the pulpit. Now the doctor said five to six months. But God looked into the future where He lived. 
and he just moved future to present. I don't know if you realize it or not, but for about four and a half months, we have seen the future in present. Because we have seen what could not be in action. Amen. Because it's Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. I'm glad that we serve that kind of God. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for what God did. That was a load I was carrying. And I knew that was his load, and God didn't take it off of him and give it to me. So it was a real big load, because I was trying to carry my pastor's load. But God reached into the future and just pulled it up about four or five months, and he said, Here, you're going to need this right now. We saw him come to this pulpit time and again. And we were living in the present. We were not considering the God that moves the future back to present. And we were cringing and saying, I don't know if, if he's going to make it through it. I don't know if he's going to last another hour today. And he lasted two hours one day. But that was because it was Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm glad I serve him today. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's love him. Now I believe God's reaching into the future for somebody here today. Let's worship God. Everybody worship God. Everybody worship God. Hear me, church. God can connect the past to the present or the future to the present. I feel it working. I feel a train of God's angels in this place. Mac, I feel God here. Why don't you reach out there and grab a hold of that future and bring it in right here now. Why don't you bring it in? I know God will. Why don't you bring it in? I know God is. By faith, 
I know God will. Oh, let's bring it today. Yeah. And I know God has. Uh-huh. I'm bringing has and will to right, right now. Right. right now. Hallelujah. To now. Because he's present to heal. This ought to put a flame of fire around us, and I'm not going into all of it, because I want the Spirit to have its way. To illustrate what I'm saying again, Jesus can connect the past to the present, or the future to the present. Couldn't be illustrated any better than Matthew 17. Brother, when he picked up Moses uh-huh. and he picked up Elijah from the past he picked them up and brought them to the present. And then he looked into the future and brought it to the present and showed us the church rapture. Wouldn't do to dwell on that long. And then John the Revelator. God looked into the past, saw the church. Then he looked into the future right where we are today and he saw this church. And he brings it together and said, here's the church. Now, the dimensions in time as to healing and give me five more minutes, please. Now, the dimensions in time as to miracles. Uh-huh. Now, here's the difference here. Now, faith will take you through fire. Right. Let me use this for an example. Faith took the three boys through the fire. But a miracle would have put the fire out. Right. That's right. That is said, fire out. That's right. But faith, healing brought them 
through the fire. Faith will take you through the storm. A miracle will stop the storm. That's right. That's right. That's it. Now, I'm talking about the dimensions in time. God can go to the past and look into the future. And whatever may be in a miracle, He can bring it to pass right now. In fact, that same dimension of God, He'll show you the future and prepare you for it. In closing, and you know I really hadn't preached. But you really did. Second Corinthians 12 and 1. Look how God looked back into the past. Then he looked into the future and experienced in the Apostle Paul. A man 14 years ago But here I am. I was dead 14 years ago. But I'm living 14 years, Brother Bankin, since they said I was dead. And the doctors gave me up to die. And said, you're not going to make it. And here Paul says, I'm standing 14 years later. Because God showed me the future. And he gave me words, sister, that I was not even lawful for me to utter. And the Spirit was working so great, I don't know whether I was in the body or out of it. Uh-huh. But it sure was a wonderful feeling. Yeah. That's it. Because I was caught up. That's it. In the Spirit. In the Spirit. Yes. Now let me sum it up and say this to you right now. And it's really, I can't sum it up really. Whatever your state is presently that you used to be and you would love to be now for the glory of God. 
God can reach into that past and get that withered hand or whatever and restore. Or whatever your fears are in the future, God can reach out there and get a hold of it and bring it to you right now. If you will declare this, I know God did do it. I know God can do it. But my trust is God is doing it. And that's how I'm living in the dimensions of time. That's right. I'm living in the present. That's right. In the present. God takes care of us. Because the Bible tells me God is a rewarder. A present helper. That's right. He's Alpha and Omega now. The beginning and end. The first and the last. He's wonderful now, not after a while. Let's stand and worship God. Thank you, Jesus, today. We love and worship you, God. And we praise you, Lord. Thank you for your spirit and power now. It's Jesus. It's Jesus Christ, the Savior. Yesterday, today, forever. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 And we've only mentioned two of these gifts today. But I want to show you in closing the purpose of these gifts. The purpose is to lead men to repentance. Provide a spiritual ministry. Prevent staleness in worship. It's to manifest God's power. It's to manifest God's presence. It's to make us fair as the moon, clear as the sun, and as terrible as an army with banners. That's the church. Well, sure. I thank him for it. Thank you, Jesus, today for the miracle you died. Thank you for the miracle today. Thank you for it today. Oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. 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 In closing, let me give these admonitions to you. Now, we know right now, whatever, Brother Vijay, was in the past on your back, 
God can reach back before you hurt yourself. That's it. And bring it to the present. That's right. And restore it. That's it. He's restored. Do you believe he's that kind of God, Brother BJ? And this he can do for his glory. 